Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Yes, On The Pace this morning, we've got a busy 10 minutes or so to look forward to as well with a very busy weekend of harness racing to come, kicking off tonight at Penrith. It's their Renshaw Cup meeting, a time-honoured event, and uh, this year's field is very, very even. It's a race that basically any of the horses engaged could salute. And our guest this morning is Blake Fitzpatrick, who drives one of those major chances in Mac Da Vinci. But quickly before we chat to Blake, just to look back on uh, last night's results from Bathurst, they had their silver and bronze constellations of the uh, two-year-old Tiara and Crown. Uh, the silver consolation for the boys, the gold crown silver consolation went the way of Rainbow Titan for Lee and Jake Davis uh, for the Phillies edition. Steph for Steve and Mitch Turnbull was too good uh, there in 159 and one. Call Her Ari was successful in the bronze tiara consolation for David Jack and a big group of owners. And the final race of the night went the way of Soho Casablanca, uh, the bronze consolation for the baby boys. So that was Bathurst last night. Strong and competitive racing across the board uh, was the flavour of the night as well. But Penrith is where we turn our attention to this evening. The first gets underway at 6.07, the Renshaw Cup. It's early on in the card. It's race number four, worth $30,000. The emergency comes out and we'll start with a field of 10. As I mentioned, Blake Fitzpatrick will drive Mac Da Vinci in that Renshaw Cup, but he also has a strong book when it comes to other drives on the night, as well as uh, his own team heading along this evening that look to have genuine chances. So, He's hopefully going to help us out a little bit when it comes to some more information around those starters. And he joins us this morning. Appreciate your time, Blake. Uh, not a problem. Good morning, Brett. It's a busy night tonight by the looks of things at Penrith. So we'll get through these starters that you've got an association with tonight. Race number two, you take the reins behind uh, Lucky Beach Boy for your father, Paul. Interestingly, this horse has had a couple of trials in between this preparation. You've been driving him uh, pretty consistently. He was fourth last time out at Penrith. What did you make of that effort? And he's trialled since, so he should be kept up to the mark. Yeah, absolutely, Brett. He's been a consistent horse his whole career, and he's always a horse that's raced well at Penrith. So just had a minor setback after his last run, and Gavin gave him a little freshen up, and his trial's been really good leading tonight. So... He looks to be a horse that likes to get out in front in his races and race at the the front end of proceedings. Does the draw concern you this evening? Uh, it's obviously a small obstacle, but he is good enough to make his own luck. So, like you said, he's definitely a horse that races best when he's in the first three or four. So, yeah, hopefully at some point I'll be able to get around into the action. Yeah, that's 2,100 metres tonight, so that's a slight advantage when it comes to that barrier drawer as well. Race number three is the Lady Driver's Pace and you've engaged Amy Day to take the reins behind. He better step aside who kicked off this preparation with two victories at Newcastle and then went to Menangle and wasn't beaten all that far in strong uh, Saturday night grade. So on paper this looks to drop back has the second row draw to contend with tonight but uh, it's quite a strong field all the same. Yeah, absolutely, Brett. It's a really good field. There's probably five or six good winning chances in the race. But as you stated, um, this horse, he better step aside. He's, he's dropping back in class. His last run last Friday night in the 
um, $30,000 feature. I thought he went really well. He ran six, but was beaten by some pretty nice horses. So tonight, although he's drawn the back row, um, yeah, slight dropping class, and Amy drives really well, so I'm sure she'll give him every chance. What do you tell Amy tonight? I guess it's a little hard in these um, invitational-style races when, you know, it's different drivers aboard horses that they don't drive too often, so it's a little harder to get, a, a, I guess, a bit of a form read and work out a definitive map. But how's his best way of being driven, do you think, in a race of this nature? Uh, he's probably always best being driven when he's driven quietly. He's got a really good turn of foot threatening and, like you stated, in, in races like these with different drivers on different horses that, it's one of them things where I'll probably just leave it up to Amy and let her drive it as it, as it comes. So probably the best the best way in a race like this. Race number four is a feature of the night, the Renshaw Carnival of Cups. And I think it's fair to say that this is one of the more open races I've seen in New South Wales in quite some time. The 2,500 metres is a leveller because we don't see that a great deal, particularly around these smaller tracks. And on paper, there's chances everywhere you look. Is that how you see it? Yeah, absolutely, Brett. It's a really good even race tonight. And looking at it, probably the, the top five in the field have all drawn the second row, which really opens it up. And I think it'll be a race where there'll be plenty of moves and should be plenty of speed on right throughout. The second row at Penrith isn't always ideal, but if you're going to draw anywhere on the second row, being in the running line and following out the two horse probably looks to probably be the best option. Is that how you see it? And that's the case tonight for Mactavici. Yeah, absolutely. At least I'm in the running line and um, although I'm not on the front row, I should get a fairly good run through. And um, Mac's always a horse that raced well and won at Penrith before, which is a big advantage. And yeah, I don't think the distance will be any problem at all to him. It'll probably help him if anything for me. So yeah, just from there tonight, I guess I have a few options and, if they go, I can I can make a move if I have to, or if going too quick, I can just get late. That was going to be another question I was going to ask you about, Mac Da Vinci. He's raced consistently at Menangle for the last 12 months, uh, and that's no doubt because he's in that top grade now, so there's not a great deal of races for him anywhere else. But his last start at Penrith, he won. When he went across to uh, Perth, he was very competitive around Gloucester Park. So even though he races so well at Menangle, I think that the half-mile track in terms of him maybe in comparison to others, that's a big tick for his chances. Yeah, it's a massive advantage tonight. A lot of these horses in, in the field tonight haven't been around a smaller track for some time. And um, like you stated, Max raced at a really good level. He's really taken the next step as a four-year-old. And uh, yeah, the track won't be an issue tonight or all the difference. In terms of leader in this race, or the leader, it looks to be some pretty good speed off the front road. In your head, do you think Art Tudor finds a front? And if that's the case, you should get a great run through at the start. Yeah, definitely. It's um, three runs in New South Wales. It's shown really good gate speed. And if it doesn't lead, I'm sure it'll be pressing on looking for the front. So I should get a really good run through. But, yeah, I could see two or three horses on the front row all keen to lead. Um, I'm sure the first half of the race will be quite quick. In terms of race number five on the card, hopefully you've got a, a Renshaw Cup leading into this race. Pearl Button, uh, you are taking the reins on on this 
horse tonight. She's only a three-year-old filly who's had 15 starts. She's yet to win, but I think it's fair to say she's knocking on the door. Yeah, absolutely, Brittany. She's been a little bit frustrating. She's going really well, just not being able to break through. So her run at Newcastle last Friday was quite good in quick time against a pretty smart two-year-old. So tonight, although she's drawn poorly, um, definitely going good enough to break through. And, yeah, like I said, hopefully tonight's the night. Yeah, absolutely. She's been able to pick up some nice prize money along the way, if that's any consolation, whilst trying to break that maiden. Your last two drives on the night uh, are aboard the handsome one in race number seven and race number six to Trotter's event. You take the reins behind Hot Jane Bling. We don't see a lot of trotting races at Penrith, let alone 2,500-metre stands. So this is something a little bit different. And am I right in saying this is your first uh, sit behind Hot Jane Bling? So uh, it's, I guess, a bit of a wait and see for you. Yeah, no, you're right, Brittany. I've never driven the mare before, but she's another mare that's raced at a fairly good level her whole career. And her run at Bathurst uh, through the carnival was terrific. She was just tipped on the post and similar sort of race. She came off a big handicap and hit the front a long way out and was just grabbed on the line. So she looks the class runner in the field tonight. She's just got to deal with a 30-metre handicap. How do you drive a trotter around Penrith that, um, just looking at her form, she hasn't raced there before? Do you have to be a little bit more cautious or because she's a class horse of the race, do you have to just drive her that way? Uh, probably Coming off such a big handicap, but um, being over the 2,500 would just give me enough time to, to pack on and give her a breather through the midsection of the race because it is still tricky coming off that big handicap. So um, once she's done that and probably from the from the half, I'll be able to work her into it at some point, Brittany. But yeah, like I said, she's a lot of these trotters tonight haven't been around the, the tighter tracks for some time. So that's always something to be mindful of. Yeah, a few unknown quantities tonight at Penrith, which should make it an interesting viewing spectacle. No doubt there'll be plenty of people who have uh, clocked off for their Easter holidays tuning in tonight. Unfortunately, that's not the case for horse people. They don't know anything about holidays. But in terms of tonight, if there was going to be uh, one bet that our listeners could focus in on, whether that be from your stable or, or an outside drive that you're taking, can you tip us towards one in particular? I still think I really like Max Avinci tonight, Brittany. I think he's just the conditions suit and been racing really well. And I just think tonight he should get his chance. So, yeah, I think he's definitely the best of my my drives tonight. It's always exciting leading into a feature race. 480 currently with Tab Fix, Max Da Vinci and second favourite. Before we let you go, I just wanted to uh, ask you about a three-year-old trotter who stepped out again on Tuesday at Menangle from your stable on advice. Of course, he was a feature race winner at two. He looks to have plenty of ability and it was great to see him back in action and he was pretty dominant there against older horses on Tuesday. So you must be excited about his season to come. Yeah, absolutely. Brittany, I've always had a good opinion of him. He's just, his manners have let him down in the past as a, as a two-year-old, but this preparation, he's come back a lot more mature and his mental is starting to finally settle. So, yeah, I'm sure he'll um, be in for a really good season, which he'll have to be. There's some really nice three-year-old trotters around this year, but, yeah, I'm sure he'll be competitive with them. His first run this preparation, he was fourth in the uh, Trotters Foundation heat behind Alder Baron Ursula. So that's obviously his main target. And then do you consider 
travelling with him this year for some feature races in Victoria possibly or do they come up a little later on? So that's something to think about down the track. Yeah, no, he'll he'll go through the Foundation Series here in New South Wales first. I think there's a heat this Tuesday where he'll clash without a Baron Ursula again. And Yeah, after the series is finished here, then definitely I think he's a horse good enough to head to Victoria for races like the Derby or the, or the Breeders' Crown later in the season. Well, that's exciting news, certainly, for On Advice, and he looks as though hopefully he can take that next step again this season. Best of luck tonight at Penrith this evening. Blake, best of luck in the big one, the Renshaw Cup, and happy Easter to you and the family as well. Thanks for your time. No, thanks very much, Brittany. Thanks for having me on. Blake Fitzpatrick there this morning for On The Pace and, of course, profiling Penrith this evening with that Renshaw Cup. It should be an absolute cracker, and I'm sure uh, that it will be hotly contested from start to finish. The 10 runners around the smaller track over 2,500 metres, and I think what makes it the most intriguing is the evenness of the field. Luck in running is going to play uh, an ultra-important part and probably the best trip or the best drive will uh, get the job done there tonight. So that's race number four on the card at 7.36 this evening. Uh, that's our lone harness meeting in New South Wales today. We don't race tomorrow for Good Friday, but then we have two meetings on Saturday night, including that intercity pace uh, final from Maitland. Speaking of time-honoured races, this is another. I'm Quick as Fire has opened up odds on as the tab fixed price favourite with Major Bob the second elect, and then all roads lead to Wagga on Easter Sunday with their Group 1 afternoon of racing, the Riverina Championships for the Mayors and also the Entizen Gildings of four- and five-year-olds. And if you're in the area, definitely get along to Wagga on Sunday because those fields are supremely strong. Uh, multiple Group 1 winners right throughout those two races and they are genuine Group 1 races. So uh, probably some of the best fields well, definitely the best fields we've seen at Wagga since the new track was opened and may well be the case for a few years to come that it's the strongest card that we will see. So uh, every opportunity to get along and see some very, very good horse flesh on display come this Sunday. That's on the pace for a Thursday. Happy Easter to all and hopefully you can find a winner across the weekend as well. Plenty of harness racing action to come, highlighted by Penrith tonight.